Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Starline by a lawyer, professor, international award-winning best-selling author. His latest book is An Affair of Spies. We welcome Ronald H. Balson. Oh, thank you. It is my honor and pleasure to be with you today. Ronald, let's go beyond the mic. 2005 Citizen of the Year in your neighborhood. How is your wife, Monica, and the kids supporting your writing dreams? Oh, well, there's a question I don't get often. Um, <laughs> they do support it. In fact, my wife, she reads the pages as they come off the printer. She's my first editor. How brutal is she? So when I'll, I'll finish a chapter and I'll print it out. She'll read it. And she'll say, uh, well, that was okay. And then I know I got to redo it. Unless she says, wow, that was really good. Then I know I can go on to the next chapter. She's, <laughs> she's tough. Fair. She's tough. But, I, but, but no, but she's good. And, and uh, she's got a good sense of whether I'm moving the story forward and it's holding her interest and all that, you know. You were a giant at Highland Park High School, then moved to New Orleans to be pre-med. How do you go from pre-med to a history degree, to law, to now an author. Uh, yeah, you get my whole uh, my whole life here. I uh, <laughs> pre med was um, n- never in my. I mean, I was my my mother wanted me to be a doctor, and I went down to Tulane and uh, had a really good medical school and pre med program, and and I went down there. But I I just uh, after a year and a half or two of, of taking science courses, I said this is just not for me. And I ended up being a history major because that's where my interests lie. And went to law school after college and then uh, ultimately got back to my first love, which is history, writing historical fiction. But I'm still a lawyer. And, and you know, and I guess you can say uh, it's a stretch uh, that practicing law and writing memorandums and appeals was something that's somewhat of historical but it's not fiction, <laughs> historical writing. You spent years as a public school teacher before you got your law degree, which brought you to a case that took you to Poland that changed your entire life. Yeah, I think you could say that. I, that that's what put me into writing. case itself was in here with, in Chicago, but it was a contract to install telephone service in southern Poland. And... Uh, so I had to go to Poland. I had to go there to take depositions, to interview interview witnesses, to examine contracts, talk to government officials with interpreters. I don't know if you've ever been to Poland, Sean, but... I've never been. It, well, neither had I. And it just, uh, it, it grabs you because it's all there. It's right in front of your face. And it's it's a country which, you're walking the streets of a country which, which ceased to exist during... World War II. It actually ceased to be a country and then was reformed after the war. Uh, and it, m- memories and uh, reminders, and uh, they're all over the place. There, uh, there are statues. Uh, there are plaques. Uh, I, I remember walking to a to a deposition one day, and I, and I was thinking about what questions I'm going to ask and what topics I'm going to cover and. And I, I see these holes on a brick wall on a plaque that says, here, the Nazis executed uh, so many people in 1943. And it just, you just have to stop and say, well, holy smoke, where, where am I? And how's such a thing possible? And, and I decided that, uh, well, if I'm ever going to write a story, if I'm ever going to be a creative writer, I, 
that, that's something I can take a shot at. Just write about a, an ordinary family in an ordinary city, one that I can identify with, and what would have happened to that family when the Nazis occupied their city? And that became Once We Were Brothers. How has your life changed from that first moment in Warsaw when it hit you emotionally, mentally, creatively, to now? Well, certainly increased my workload. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a lawyer, and uh, and you know, and now I'm, I'm writing books. But I, I think that you know, it, it opened my eyes to. Uh, to a large portion of history, and I think to human nature in general. But it, it it's really something that I'm passionate about, that I enjoy doing, and and it's a learning experience for me, and it's a learning experience, hopefully, for my readers, because I usually have a topic that I want to explore when I when I write these stories, uh, whether the topic is uh, what happened to. Uh, Danish Jews, what happened to uh, this town, particular town in Poland, and how that affected family values and things. So I, I think that, uh, well, it affected me in that way, I suppose. International award-winning, best-selling author Ronald H. Balson joins us beyond the mic. His latest book is An Affair of Spies. Ronald, how did the writing this begin? Did it start with the time period or desire to write about heroism and love in the face of evil. You're, you're taking such specific time period and a specific historical event, weaving in some fiction. I mean, how does that start? Well, you know, you're really hitting the nail on the head because that's what historical fiction is all about. History, if you're moved by history, if, if you are, and of course I was a history major in college, but I, if history is important to you and and of interest to you, it's there. It's been written. Uh, it exists. And, and but if you want to write creatively, if you want to write about uh, romance and danger and deception and that sort of thing, uh, create characters and create a plot and then weave them into the historical events, then then that's historical fiction. Author Ronald H. Paulson joins us beyond the mic, and it's time for the Rocky Eight. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Uh oh. Favorite World War II movie? Oh, God. You know, the <clears throat> first thing that comes to mind, there's so many. You know, when anyone says favorite, then I say, okay, then it has to be the favorite. And so my mind starts going through, well, I watched this one, I watched this one, I watched this one. Um, Which war movie would you watch again right now? Yeah, yeah, The Great Escape. What a great movie. Yeah, that is a great movie. Place in Poland that has special meaning to you? I suppose Warsaw. I mean, that's where that's where I spent all my time when I was working on when I was working on the, my lawsuit. I spent weeks there. I suppose there are sections of of Warsaw that we, we were right across the street from Belvedereski Park, and we would take walks through the park and think about the contradictions of here's a beautiful little city and people wandering with their children and they're, and they're dressed very nicely. And, and you think about, oh, my God, and a million soldiers came through here mowing people down. There were three million Jews in, in Poland and, and practically none were left. And, and so it just, it was, uh, I, I suppose, you know, that Warsaw itself and 
the old section of Warsaw, the very historical center of Warsaw, is still there, and it, and it's very pretty. Ronald, are you neat or messy? Well, my wife would say messy. That's for sure. <laughs> I do have papers everywhere. Yeah, I mean, if you want to take a look at my office here, see, it's 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 pretty messy. Best thing to have at the Cat's Deli. And Cat's Deli. Uh, look, you caught me. I suppose I'd have to say corned beef sandwich. I could do that or a pastrami on rye. Oh, for sure. If you could cast anyone to play Nathan and Allison, if the book was ever made into a movie, who would you want to play them? Jesus, you ask hard questions. No, I can't do it. Ronald, what's your favorite memory on your open bow boat on the lake? You know, I got the boat because we would we would go through it. My wife and I have raised eight kids. So we would go through a summer, and pretty soon would be the, the kids would be going back to school, and, and we would say, well, hell, we didn't spend any damn time with the kids this summer. And so I, I said, I'm, I'm going to get a boat next summer. And at least I have the kids that want to go on the boat and everything. And then and they did. Kids learned to ski and they learned, they learned to wakeboard and they brought their friends. And those are great times. Now they're all grown, but they, the, those were great times and good reason to get a boat. And we're fortunate to live on Lake Michigan. So I'm the oldest of six kids. You have eight. What's the one thing your kids love for dinner? <laughs> Well, my wife's a really good cook. So so what's your wife's best dish? I think brisket's her best dish. You like brisket, Sean? I actually have a brisket in the fridge thawing, getting ready to go. You know, I, I have a I have a smoker out back, and I, I smoke brisket, but it isn't, and as much effort as I put into it, and, and I can smoke it for eight hours or ten hours, uh, it's not as good as what my wife puts in the oven. What's one thing you wanted to know about your grandparents? I'd like to know really where my grandparents came from. I know my one grandmother was born in Duluth and lived in Detroit. And I really don't know. I know where they, they, where they grew up. Uh, two of my grandparents grew up in Kentucky, but they weren't born in Kentucky. They came from Europe and I really don't know much about their life uh, in Europe. I wasn't old enough to ask those questions before they died, you know. It's time for the back half with author of An Affair of Spies, Ronald H. Paulson, Beyond the Mic. You said in the past, quote, my characters are real to me, real people, unquote. How has your characters grown and changed from your first book to today? Uh, I don't know. They're different um, in some respects. I don't know that that they've grown. I, I tend to have the same type of character. I think I tend to. I don't know that 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 they've really that they've really grown. My characters are different, I suppose, in some respects, because in the first book, um, I think they were very similar to what is in an affair of spies, the characters themselves. But the characters in um, Saving Sophie, uh, which was a book about um, a dispute between the Palestinians and the Israelis. Uh, the Trust, which was a book about uh, the troubles in Northern Ireland. Uh, those characters were certainly different. The, the Girl from Berlin was about a, a young girl who, an excellent violinist, a prodigy, 
uh, who grew up during the during the Nazi occupation and was forced to leave Berlin and and I uh, so that they're different in that respect and but to me they all I, I think have the same moral constitution. Lawyers are always researching, reading, and writing. You've got a whole bookshelf filled with books behind you. I do. Yeah. How has the law helped you become a better writer? Ah, see, that's a good question. The um, that's what lawyers do. You know, I've been a lawyer for fifty years, and lawyers write memorandums. They write briefs. They write arguments. You know, it's it's a science of words, uh, a, a profession of words. You, you're you're trying to certainly you do your research. Uh, you have to research your problem. You have your clients, your your situation, how does the law treat that dispute? And then, then you have to uh, make a persuasive argument with that research. And people say, you didn't start writing until late in life, to, until 2011. And I say, no, I've been writing for 50 years. It's just uh, I, I haven't been making up characters. I haven't been making up plots. But it's still, I'm trying to, it's the same, in many ways, it, it's the same uh, use of language. It's the same economy of words and, and, uh, and uh, the skills necessary to write a good novel are the same skills you develop uh, to write a good legal brief. Ronald, how did teaching business law for 25 years change the way you look at the world? Well as an educator, that's, that's a different hat, right? Put on a different hat as an educator. Uh, you see, you see the growth of the students, you see the application of the students, you see how they approach problems and everyone's a little different. Some have uh, wonderful skills in doing that and some just lost. And I guess you re realize that everybody has their own, their own abilities and, their own perceptions. In An Affair of Spies, you wove in the past with some incredible historical fiction within. How hard or easy is it to weave such a fantastical tale? I mean, you've got a German character on the hunt for your heroes, and yet it still feels real. I hope so. And that's the goal of historical fiction, to, to make it seem like this would happen. Everything in that book, except my main characters, um, except for Nathan and Allison and, and Gunter and whatnot, except for them, those characters, everyone's real. Everyone was there. Wow. Uh, the general was there. The Nazis were there. Speer was there. Groves was there. Uh, the development of the atomic bomb took place just as I described it. And, and, that's, and that, that's, that's the joy of it. That's the joy of writing historical fiction. If you can get your characters and fit them in there so they, so they look like they belong, so they look like it happened. And in the New York Times, just this last weekend, just, just a few days ago, maybe last Thursday or Friday, there was a, an obituary of a man who was a Richie boy who was sent into Europe to spy just like my character. Just like Nathan, so that that I think that's the goal. That's the goal of 
writing historical fiction is to create characters and create situations that certainly could have occurred and maybe did occur only with, with different names and and yet be able to write a love story or a dangerous a rescue or something and but but something which certainly certainly realistic which character of all your books is your favorite you know that's a tough question too i, I have to say Catherine lockhart because she's a lawyer she uh, she came up the tough way and 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 uh, is a good person courageous uh, takes on cases uh, not because they're money makers but because uh, they're interesting they're challenging should be doing some good for people so i like Catherine lockhart and you know as you know she was she's in six of my books so so ronald which writer made the greatest impact on you that's another tough question. I'm full of them. You are. My goodness, you are a tough questioner. Uh, I didn't know what I was getting into here when I agreed to go on your program. Herman Wouch certainly was a was someone that certainly influential in my life and because uh, he wrote historical fiction and did so well. It's time for one big question with Ronald H. Balson, author of An Affair of Spies Beyond the Mic. Ronald, you started by self-publishing 11 years ago. How did those moments with your son, Matt, change the way you looked at publishing? Well, I just met someone the other day who said that they had finished a manuscript and they were really proud of it and what what should they do with it? And, and of course, I would say to them, well, traditionally what you should do is find yourself an agent and let the agent uh, shop the book for you among publishers and see what they can do. But I would say... Stick with it and and you know don't depend on other people uh, to do what you have to do. And if it's self-publishing, then then do it. You, it can be done. You can follow your dream. You can and if you, once you've written a book and, and an enormous amount of time and effort and emotional uh, what it takes to write a book, uh, do it. And if it if it takes to self-publish. If, if it's a good book, it'll be read. Now, what do you want to tell all those publishers years ago who said no to you? You passed up a good author. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ronald, have all your dreams come true? I got to say yes. I don't think there's anything left in my bucket list. I'm a very fortunate guy. I've got a wonderful family. I've, I've had a great career practicing law. I really enjoy writing books. Uh, I think an affair of spies was a lot of a lot of fun to write, and uh, so yeah, yeah, you know, I have to say that he can't outdo his wife's brisket. Loves the movie The Great Escape and wants you to enjoy the heroism and love in the face of evil in an affair of spies. We thank author Ronald H. Balson for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you, Sean. Been my pleasure. And that, my friends, is beyond the mic. <laughs>